Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most in paradise, <laughs> the most dramatic, heart wrenching, progressive, accepting, toxic, <laughs> masculinity filled. Uh, <laughs> recap ever. I don't know where that does, was going. Does the toxic masculinity come from me? No, it doesn't come. No, that's the thing. I was like, wait a minute. I'm talking about the show. And oh my, not us. I'm getting buried over here. We're recapping all, we're recapping the most progressive yet toxic show on NBC right now. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I am running on four hours of sleep and I'm sure it will show during this recap, but, but you know what? Our listeners deserve my attention and they deserve my thoughts on on week three of bachelor in paradise it's very important i I think they also deserve my uh, just unrestrained anger that i bring every week that's that's what i'm good for (laughs) people have got to think i'm a psychopath right like i just come on the show and you're like hey here's what happened and i'm like i hate this everyone is terrible throw them in a meat grinder (laughs) they need to be a team (laughs) I think that's what makes it work, you know, balance. Yeah, like, it's balance. like that's why I like kettle corn. So anyway, um, so I was trying to make the point because I was like peeking at my notes as I was trying to come up with what what we are. And um, and it really does start with, you know, toxic masculinity. And uh, Jordan, I mean, here's the disappointing thing about Jordan I want to root for him, especially after what happened last year. But this was like everything that happened, just it all felt so unnecessary. And I don't think either one of them was right. I don't think either one of them is a winner in this. But I was just like, okay. So I, and I also feel like some of it is like a little confusing. But from what I could gather, it was like Jordan says to Clay, Do you want me to start shit with Christian? And Clay was like, uh, no. And then Jordan was like, yes. Okay. I'm going over there to start shit. And Clay was like, Oh no. You know, I mean, to be fair, I think that Jordan's entire like personal brand that he has cultivated on, on this show and, and, you know, previous iterations of the bachelor is totally unnecessary. That's his thing. Everything he does is totally unnecessary. So the fact that he walked up <laughs> to two people who he's probably never talked to for more than like 10 minutes in his life and said, Listen, you are making my dear friend <laughs> it's very sad. It's like you your your friend well, Yeah. I, you have you ever had a how are you friends with him? You don't we've never seen you together doing anything. There's no indication. And then he's just yeah. willing to like body slam for a stranger, which I mean, come on. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was all very weird. And it's like, I guess I like the unnecessary side of Jordan where he's like, I'm wearing this stupid underwear or I'm going to I'm going to talk about everybody as they're walking across the beach and think it's the funniest thing in the world, even though I'm not very funny. Like that is entertaining to me. This just kind of sucked. Um, And and Jordan did that thing that like like white frat boys do um, where he thinks maybe he'll be able to get out of like trouble and get to stay if he just starts on damage control immediately, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is what he does. Yeah. 
Wait, what beer are you drinking? Oh, uh, did you hear me crack that can open? I'm sorry. Oh, hell yeah. Sound effect. Um, mm, ah, delicious. Refreshing. No, it is a Kroger brand pink grapefruit seltzer water because oh, uh, it's the official oh, drink okay. of paradise. Hello, this is our commercial. I just thought it was a beer. Oh, man. Uh, Kroger Foods, sponsor us. Kroger, please. Uh, you were my refuge in college, speaking of college. Okay. There you go. you had a really good health food section. Um. But yeah, it was so it was so obvious that he's like, like Jordan's like, well, this worked for me when I was younger, talking myself out of trouble, but it didn't work. They were like, you got to go. Yeah. Like, you both have to go. Like, while you we issues. encourage like anger and, and volatile situations, we cannot condone physical violence for insurance purposes. So you have to leave. Yeah, you got to go. Um, I mean, yeah, it was like Chad. I don't remember how bad it was for, I, but you know when chad got booted mm-hmm. but i feel like they they were even worse than chad so it was like yeah obviously you got to go um i think chad it was more like he was drunk and belligerent right pretty much yeah yeah um so yeah so both christian and jordan get sent home and then everyone's sad and then Tasha does a bachelor nation psa and she's like, physical altercations are never the answer. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> she's like, you're bumming me out. Bye. Um, uh, I love also that after this fight, Clay recaps it like like a football player would at the end of the game. It's just so, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, this night was rough for everyone. Rough for me. Rough for Nicole. I'm just going to move forward. Just got to be here, here for Nicole. You both, know, it was rough on everybody. Both hard. Yeah, we just gotta we gotta keep moving, you know. We gotta keep our eye on the prize, and you know it's just. And then he like slips into a southern accent, and you're like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Clay, <laughs> why do you have a southern accent? All of a sudden? Clay fucking rocks. He's the most passive dude ever. Like the entire yeah, time, he really is. Nicole's like, you know, even though we have this good relationship, and you seem like a kind and warm-hearted person, I just need a man who will fight for me. Who then, like, literally, physically fights for her, and he's just like, "Oh, well, you know, I, you know, I was hoping that, uh, you know, uh, your date's over, so maybe, maybe we could spend some time together." He's like, "Nah, dog, get out of here." Yeah. <laughs> what What do we think was gonna happen? This is just like it's a powder keg. This is this is exactly what yeah. they want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that whole like in the last episode where Christian was like, "Well, do you, you know, do you want to talk to him?" And Nicole's like, yeah. And he's like, well, that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. It was like, oh, shut up. Like, I mean, Clay kind of creeped me out for a while, but maybe it's just because he's so passive and like silence makes me very uncomfortable. That's probably. Part and he's of it. like super um, jacked. All he does is like not talk and lift heavy things. And then when he does yeah. talk, it's just like, oh, geez. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think it is actually really impressive that he he was like, no, I don't want you to do that. And no, I'm not interested in any of this. And the fighting is dumb. Like, I mean, you know, he really is like not about any of that yeah, stuff. Right? In and real life, he could literally snap anyone in half on that entire island. Just kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Just give him a phone book and he'll show mm-hmm. off. So, um, but yeah, so now that he's the only viable option left, Nicole decides to double down on Clay. Uh, not necessarily because she's the most interested in him, but time will tell. Um, okay. I don't know if you caught so so they're like all on the beach and like Cam is talking to Anyeka mm-hmm. and he is such a slimy piece of Cam's shit. Cam's the worst. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like telling her, he's like, listen, Mike isn't into you. 
Like, so that he can try to get himself the rose. And I was like, fuck that. Stop it. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, ugh. he is. I mean, you, you want to talk about toxic mas- masculinity on this show. It's like, okay, sure, Blake's a fuck boy, and I hate him. But also, Cam is the worst. He's the worst. Mm-hmm. The Yes, the worst. Like, he's so skeezy. He thinks he's, like, God's gift to women. And... Ugh, he just like he has no self awareness. It's, at it's all. so weird to me too because he thinks that like his his best attribute, th- like his his mode of thinking is, well, I like you, ergo you should like me. Is like that's his best personality trait that he puts forward is <laughs> I like you. <laughs> he doesn't have anything. I mean, it is like it is like borderline incel behavior. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's he's he's totally an incel. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to be. I'm I'm always trying to like err on the side of caution, and then you always just jump right in. But that's fine. I'll always be incel. Um, ABI. <laughs> always be cell. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so so Hannah is in a really good position tonight. You know, she's got the ultimate power, mm-hmm. and she feels like super responsible about it and yeah. stuff. Find yourself a girl who will make out with other dudes 10 feet away from you. That's what I always tell people. That's the best. Yeah. I'm going to marry this girl. I could see myself falling for her. I just love the way she just sticks her tongue down the throat of other dudes. Like, fuck. Clearly, this isn't what you think it is. Didn't she compare them to vitamins? Yes. Do I need more vitamin D or vitamin A or whatever the fuck? Vitamin B. So I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, should you be eating more butt or dick? I mean, Blaine Uh, or Dylan. This was my 12-year-old. It. um, Oh, yeah. Get that vitamin butt. Yeah, vitamin butt. Vitamin butt. (laughs) I would totally make a shirt that says, like, vitamin B. And then, then, like, in small letters, like, ut. (laughs) I would buy that shirt. business idea don't seal it copyright pending patent pending patent pending um so dylan tries to win her over by making her a picnic including sour gummies oh yeah that's how you win a girl yeah i know you like gummies and i like gummies which is how i know we're meant to be together and i'm paraphrasing but that's basically what it boils down to yeah, and then he's like, I will choose you over anyone, anytime, anywhere, always, even if you're making out with all the dudes in front of my face. Like, I totally have no pride. I will always pick you. I'll pick you no matter what. It's pretty what. pathetic, honestly. And and yeah. Hannah, I don't I don't think she's she's handling it in maybe the nicest way, but one could argue that she's not doing anything wrong because clearly she is she's not committed one way or the other. And Dylan is just fighting for her, which people love to do. But at the end of the day, Dylan, you think that this is a girl that you want to marry. You want to get down on one knee and give her a ring. And she's still making out with other dudes 10 feet away from you. So maybe you're not on the same page and you should reconsider that. I just think if if I was in his position, I don't I, I would not be able to continue to pursue. I wouldn't even try. Why would it be worth your trouble? Yeah, it's it's very sad. Um and uh I started analyzing all of the contestants on Bachelor in Paradise in a different way during this episode okay. because over the past week I learned a lot about attachment styles. Mm. 
I don't know if you've ever heard of I this. I have not. Please enlighten me and our and our dear okay. listeners. Okay, listeners. So here's the deal. I am not a licensed anything, okay, except for just like a licensed fun person. So um, this is my like armchair psychology. Uh, but these are these are real things. So attachment styles, it's kind of like the way the way that you are in like a relationship or like a close friendship. Um there's like four different ways that you can kind of be like dynamic wise, I guess. So, so one is a secure attachment style, which means that like you're totally cool in your relationship and you're totally cool independently. And you feel, I mean, it's just how it sounds. You feel secure. You're not like threatened by things. You don't think that somebody doing something outside of, you know, your relationship, like being involved in a hobby or hanging out with friends is like a threat to your relationship, that kind of thing. You're just like, you're just like really solid, really secure and healthy. Um, the sad thing is that most people do not have that attachment style. Um, most people have uh, one of the other ones. There's three other ones. Uh, one is uh, dismissive avoidant. And that's like, uh, what are feelings? I don't talk about those. Those suck, you know, and you are like very closed off in a relationship and withholding. And if somebody is looking for more from you, then you probably close off more. Um, You might use something like work as an excuse um, and put all your time into that or whatever it is. Put a ring on that. (laughs) To act like you just like don't have time for a relationship. You you don't want to be vulnerable. You see it as a weakness, right? Like a lot of this comes from like like gender roles, raising kids too. like, you know, statistically there are like more men, I think who are like the avoidant styles. Um, and then there is anxious preoccupied, which is like, uh, you're feeling, and this all comes from like, you know, the way that you were raised and like the kind of nurturing that you got as a kid, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but anxious preoccupied, or if you got burned in a former relationship, but anyway, anxious preoccupied is all about like, uh, you feel unsteady in your relationship. So you need reassurance um, to make sure that everything's okay. And even if like everything is okay to the other person, you're worried about it all the time. And, you know, if they like don't text you uh, when you thought they were going to, your mind's going to start going like, oh my God, they're in a ditch somewhere or they hate me or they're cheating on me or what. Instead of like, maybe they fell asleep or got busy or whatever. Um, and, and then to like retaliate from that, you're going to, you know, try to self-soothe by like thinking about good moments or you're going to protest by texting them a bunch of times or trying to like just get some kind of reaction out of them. Because generally people who are like anxious, preoccupied are in a relationship with someone who's like avoidant. So like they're not giving you what you need. And then you're just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. And then they're like, run away, you know, and it's just like, it's very hard to catch up to that. And then like fearful avoidant is kind of a mix of both of those where, um, you can have some of the traits of both. So it's just like extra confusing and unhealthy. Um, so that being said, Mike definitely has a secure attachment style. Good for you, Mike. I think you're the only one in paradise who probably has a secure attachment style. Um, I think Hannah's probably like, either fearful avoidant or dismiss dismissive yeah. avoidant. I see um, Kate, Caitlin is, is fearful avoidant for sure. Right. Isn't yeah. 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 I think so. Um, Dylan, I think is anxious preoccupied for sure. 
Um, but here's the thing. Uh, if you get in a relation, like, so you can work on these. They're not like totally ingrained. Obviously you can train yourself to, to, you know, move outside of this attachment style that is like kind of inherent to your being. You can, you can heal from it. Um, one of the ways you can do it is to get into a relationship with someone who has a secure attachment style. Um, and then, you know, it's like you kind of have that healthy model and then you can kind of regulate over time. Or there's like things that you can do to like thought exercises or things that you can like work into your life to to kind of heal it in various mm-hmm. ways. So I think what I'm saying is I think Dylan has the potential to have a secure relationship, but he's not going to have it with Hannah because she is not secure. <laughs> yeah, not at all. In any not way, at all. So, so it was a very interesting watching of Bachelor in Paradise because I was like, ooh, what are all their attachment styles in these relationships? You know, like, um, I think, you know, traditionally Derek probably has like a secure attachment style and I'm guessing Clay does too. They seem pretty solid and also pretty good about sharing their emotions. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I feel like Demi, it, there's nothing wrong with, what Demi's doing outside of the fact that she's confused. I don't think that that says anything about like her relationship dynamic. I think she's just trying to figure out her relationship. It's not like a permanent thing. Anyway, long, long tangent to describe something that has been fascinating me for the past week. And I just like, cannot, I'm like watching these YouTube videos about it and like listening to podcasts. I'm like, Oh, that is just, that is just like very interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I you th- <laughs> I would be terrified to have an actual psychologist like sit down and analyze the people on this show because their their brain would probably explode. Because it really is. It's it's a, right. it's a complete fucking powder keg. That's that's the entire design of this. Well, now, okay. So, have you ever watched Unreal? Mm-mm. No. Okay. You should, okay. first of all. Everyone who's listening to this should watch Unreal. It is a great show. You don't have to watch every season because it is not necessarily consistent <laughs> every season, but definitely watch the first season. It's fascinating. It's very interesting. It's all about like, uh, what is, what do they call the show on the show? It's like enchantment or something like that. I don't remember, but it's, it's basically the bachelor and the show is told from the perspective of the producers and like the, the behind the yeah. scenes stuff. And how they manipulate people to get them to say certain things. And I believe some former Bachelor producers were actually involved in the making of the show. Oh, yeah. I, I believe it. So there's some, there's some, you know, reality to all of it. And on that show, they have like a staff psychologist. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes on and she like counsels the people on the show. But then they also like try to get her to like break people. Yeah. I which is I, I can I can totally see. so my experience with like the behind the scenes portion of, of reality television, it's it's not I mean it's not like this. It's not like a dating show or like a reality show or something. But I was on a travel channel show one time. <laughs> I <and> know <laughs> just sitting down with the producer before the segment was super weird. And then I bet. and then just seeing like how they were trying to lead me and being conscious of that, but also like, okay, I'll give you what you want. And then 
also thinking about, okay, so they sat with me for 30 minutes and talked to me and interviewed me and took disgusting like video footage of me eating and a bunch of other stuff. And then to see like the editing process and what came out of that and what I said, it's like all you get is literally the dumbest throwaway thing that I said, which was let sure. out and prompted by the the producer for the segment and then just like gross silent footage of me eating. And I'm like, damn it. I thought I said some insightful <laughs> things here and this is what I presented at. And I'll just be like solidified. And now this was two, three years ago. And to this day, it's, it still runs in syndication. I just get texts like every six months. Yes. Like, Hey dude, saw you stuff in your face with a sausage on TV. Pretty rad. I'm like, no, not <laughs> that is nothing. not me. That is a false thing. This is not. I, um, I was, well, so I wasn't, on okay i have two reality show stories one i wasn't on but i was there for the filming and i was right next to the cameraman but i did not want to be filmed and it really wasn't about me um but you know that guy i forgot his name but he used to have a travel show called like three sheets or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah i know you're i can't think what his name is though okay but anyway, well, this guy is so broy and so annoying and so not funny and everything you <laughs> he just sucks. Um, so he had this new show on this like dinky ass channel that I can't even remember. I had never heard of it before. And he was like, This is for my new like my new show. And I was like, Cool, whatever. And um, but it was like to go to like unique and interesting bars around mm-hmm. the country. I think that was basically the premise. And I was at the safe house because um, I just used to hang out there on like random Tuesdays and I have no shame about that. I just knew people that I knew some magicians. This is getting more embarrassing for you by the, by the moment. (laughs) I knew some magicians and some bartenders there. So I used to, I used to go there like, you know, when I didn't have a nine to five, I'd go there on like some like really random nights where like no one's going to be at the safe house. And that's like, you know, for those of you who don't live in Milwaukee, when people come here, they're like, oh my God, I gotta hit up the safe house. And I'm like, do you gotta Tourist like you gotta do that? That's like the most important thing. I mean, it's fun. It's like a spy theme bar. There's like some cool stuff there, but the food's terrible. You should go there for like one drink and then go do better things. Like that's my opinion. But I I used to hang out there and and I was like meeting one of the magicians there like to hang out or whatever and he got filmed for the show and so yeah so like I watched you know him like the host like just make all these really dumb fucking jokes and like you know try to get everybody on in in frame to like laugh with him and it was just like so that was so awkward you know like the whole thing it just what is that host it, name he wasn't too it's driving me crazy it, it was something stupid like zippity eel or something like that what was it i need to know oh it did his name did start with a with a z didn't it hold on and now and now he, we're gonna get like zane lamprey I was close. zippity eel zane lamprey right zane lamprey God, he sucked. He sucked so bad. And I don't care if you're listening, Zane Lamprey. You suck. And you should Yeah, shut up, eel man. And apparently, yeah, apparently he had, he then had uh, a show called Four Sheets. God, Um, that's not even a thing. You're dumb. Um, Let's see. 
he he had a show called yeah I think I think his show was that I saw was maybe drinking made easy I think I think it was drinking made easy oh. uh, which is just a terrible yeah AXS TV that was the channel Zippity Lamprey yeah terrible anyway Zippity Duda um he sucks man he sucks so bad okay. I just can't stop thinking about how much he sucks. But um, that was one reality show moment. And then, oh, I actually auditioned to be on a reality show. Which one? Yes. Um, (laughs) Well, there was a show, this game show on TBS called King of the Nerds. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I one of my coworkers used to get like casting calls and she forwarded it to me and she was like, this seems perfect Mm -hmm. for you, you know? And I was like, yeah, I'm totally a nerd and not ashamed to say it. I just said like, I knew, I knew some magicians. So like, obviously no shame. And so I emailed them and I was like, cause it was like, how are you nerdy? And I'm like, I'm a big comic book nerd, like big animation nerd, theater nerd, play a lot of video games. Yeah, I was like, what do you need to know? You know, and then um, they had me do and they were like, wow, this is all great. So let's have you do like a video audition. And my friend came over and filmed me and they did not call me back um, because I think I was too normal. Yeah, I, for I think them. that would probably be your problem because you check a lot of of yeah. nerd boxes. But I think they were probably looking for people. It's like. I'm really into anime. This is my anime pillow collection. Like just people who are just like one thing laser focused. And you're like, I hope this person is okay. And they're like socially inept and everything. And if you, and I watched like one episode of the show and I was like, thank (laughs) God they didn't ask me to come on the show. Cause boy, is it cringy and bad. And you know, I should really never compete to be on anything unless the mole comes back. And if the mole comes back, I will be first in line and I want to yeah, be on the queen. Mole. But anyway. Um, okay. So that was all a very long tangent to go back to. Uh, so Dylan has that picnic date with Hannah and then Blake has to, has to try to do something as well. Um, he decides to bring out a band because apparently like the only thing that you can do in Mexico is like have dinner in like a cavernous space and have either a mariachi band or Aztec mm-hmm. warriors come out. Nothing else. That's it. That's it. Um, but anyway, Dylan's super butthurt about the Blake stuff. Um, but Blake is really nervous as well. So there's all that tension mm. before the rose ceremony. Um, and we're at the rose ceremony. Um, Cam is like, I'm getting rose from Anyeka, which means no, you're not, because we've all watched this show enough. Um, and you could kind of feel this coming, because Anyeka was just like, I just want there to be someone here for me. I'm actually kind of surprised that she didn't like wait around one more week, but maybe she just kind of didn't want to get humiliated and like turn into Annalise. Um yeah, that's sure. probably smart, you know, or <laughs> every time. Yeah. Well, I think this is my person. It's like, Annalise, no one's your person. You're afraid of everything. And 
Mm-hmm. No one's yeah, your yeah. person. I had stop. a horrible um, experience in bumper cars. People ran into me and <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah, it's like, wow, why do you think people don't like you? Um, so Anyeka leaves and she's sad and we're all sad. Just kidding. No more uh, air horn. <laughs> Bye. Um, uh, so Demi picks Derek. Katie picks Chris. Nicole picks Clay. These are all pretty straightforward. Kaylin picks Dean. Tasha picks JPJ. And I will ship that until yeah, the day JPJ I die. Forever. Ultimate sh- yeah. Talk about more I, of yeah, that Yeah, I was going to say, uh, watch out though, ladies, because JPJ has got a lot of competition. Yeah. Um, let's see. Sydney picks Mike. That didn't surprise me. And then Hannah picks dun, 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 Dylan. Um, and then someone said karma's a bitch, Blake. And I don't remember who said it, but I, I might have been it. Mike, maybe. And then, I don't know. Oh, maybe that does sound like a Mike line because he's always just like justice. Um, and Christina picks Blake. Why? I okay, I I don't understand. Okay, like, and her whole explanation for this is like, well, I, I'm keeping him around to put him in his own personal hell. One, that's fucked up and weird. Two, no one wants him there. He's the fucking worst. Everyone hates him. Three, and this comes out shortly thereafter. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't have a connection with any uh, you know, guy on this show, so I'm trying to keep him around for a friendship, Rose. So I don't know. I don't know what any of this is. It's just, it's stupid. It's like, Christina, what are you doing? You don't shoot for a friendship, Rose. Come to terms with the fact that you are the least interesting woman alive, or at least on this island. Uh, there's nothing, nothing that justifies this at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Part of me, and maybe it's the Russian part, thinks it's great. Oh, she's that doing she's all this cloak and dagger suffer. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, hell to the yeah. I actually think that that's very interesting and it's very reality showy. And I'm kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll you know, bite. That's kind of neat. Um, but uh, the problem is that it meant mm-hmm. Wills went home. To the surprise of no one. And it is upsetting. That's upsetting. I know. But it's upsetting because he's a really good dude. I mean, he just doesn't no, belong in no. any of these shows. And he keeps coming back, you know. And I'm like, dude, just like go home um but also i'm like you deserve love so nope. he's such a sweet guy nope, gotta, i don't gotta know save room so for blake bad. you know yeah so you gotta save blake but at least cam left thank god goodbye cam uh and okay at some point okay Right after the rose ceremony. Oh, I think he was talking about Blake. Was JPJ talking about like Blake having sexual relations with everyone on the island? Yeah. So I really want him saying sexual relations (laughs) to be my ringtone. (laughs) Because it was very good. Um, And then, you know, it's like as soon as this rose ceremony is over, you're just kind of waiting for the bottom to drop out with Derek and Demi because you know what's coming. So it's just like, so when? Um so Caitlin, the next day, Caitlin arrives in paradise um, from Katie season. But no, I, don't I, I have her. I have very few recollections. Um, Apparently she's hot on Instagram. That seems to be her defining feature. Yeah. 
Oh, great. Um, good for her. Uh, so then Kaylin's worried that Dean's going to get stolen. And I mean, like, maybe, but probably, I mean, at some point, right? He's such a dirtbag. Um, and, but, but instead she goes on a date with Blake and they, I feel like every other season they do tantric <laughs> yoga. It's pretty great. We love, we love the tantric yoga. So it's like, okay, all right, tantric yoga, fine. Um, and he's just like the whole time, like, I don't know. I feel like if I was Blake, I would just like yeah. sit. I just, date I don't know. I am, I am really and starting to, like, to, I can't even wrap my head around how much that dude sucks. Huge, huge, sloppy, sweaty, oozing, prolapsed anus. Okay. <laughs> Favorite line where I I, so I just pointed the TV. It was just like, what the fuck was when he was just like, yeah, you know, the last two weeks have been really hard on me. And but I'm trying to move forward for my sake. And I'm, I'm learning to forgive myself. You piece of shit. Think about yeah. someone. Other than me, yourself, me, and everyone's just like, uh, I think I think Blake's actually a, a good guy, and he's just gotten caught up in this. Wet. No, he's shit. He's absolute shit. He's thirty. He's not twenty-two. Like this is this fuckboy behavior is ridiculous, and the fact that anyone is willing to give him the time of day in this scenario is insane. Yeah, it's all gross. The date's gross. He's just like trying to. You know, it's like that that whole when he was like, oh, my life's going to get ruined. You know, it's like he's way too aware of it's weird because he's way too aware of like how he's coming across. But at the same time, he can't seem to help but come across mm -hmm. yeah. the worst way. So it's like what? Um, and and then he's like, well, I'm so secure right now. Like I'm so secure in what I'm doing. But like the one thing that I wish is that Hannah wouldn't like date Dylan right in front of me like that because like, you know, she looks like really pretty right now and uh, she's going on a date with Dylan and I'm just like, I just can't. Oh God. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with that. But I'm very secure. I'm very secure. I feel fine. I'm very secure. Um, so that's Blake in a nutshell. Um, now, I don't remember because it's not in my notes. Did Dylan get the date card and he asked Hannah? Yes, I'm assuming. I think so. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't remember. But anyway, so they go on a date for some reason. Um, and it's cute if you believe Hannah, which I don't. Um, I'm just kind of waiting for her to fuck up again. And I just feel really – I do feel really bad for Dylan. I, If I was him, I'd be like, fuck this. You know, like there's, there's nothing wrong with, hey, I'm trying to – like that is what paradise is about. You know, like, hey, I'm trying to figure myself out. But there is something – there's some kind of tightrope that mm -hmm. everybody on the show has to walk uh, where it's got to feel genuine and it's got to feel like a mutually agreed upon thing. Otherwise it comes off the way she's coming off and the way Blake's coming off where it's like, I mean, I think she's being pretty transparent, but it's like, then she should completely untether herself from Dylan because he's not interested in being with anyone else. And I don't think it's yeah. fair to him for her to be waffling so much. And she's like, she's using this dinner, like Blake's using that date as like damage control where she's like, you know, 
Well, I'm sorry. I've been like kind of all over the place, but like, Uh I'm totally into you for real. And Dylan's like, great. And then there's Aztec warriors everywhere. And then he has the gall to call himself a warrior. And I wiener boy could not stop that warrior TV. Yeah. I was like, you are not a warrior. You're so not. And that's fine. You can be weak and vulnerable because it takes all kinds to make a world. But don't pretend you're a warrior. You're not. Um, uh, When we uh, step away from the date, then we get to see some other people hanging out in paradise. And Derek is once again talking about his relationship with Demi. And uh, I'm just kind of waiting for the yeah other shoe to drop with this one for sure. Because he's just like, everything is great and nothing could possibly go wrong. Um, And then we get to see the best part of this episode. And that's Taysha and JPJ flirting. It's just rocks because he looks like, I don't know. He looks like the protagonist in like a 90s romantic teen comedy. And he just has like zero. And again, this is why John Paul Jones is great is because he's goofy but he also doesn't have the conventional smoothness of a lot of the contestants on there. So it's so, it's so funny to watch him just interact no. with women. Yeah. Especially Tasha. She's like perfect. What are you listening to? Like, him? He's she's like, so beautiful. I, I've never like she's even not- talked to a woman as beautiful as her. And it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she is seriously like, I mean, she, carried herself so well on the show and she talked about like the hard moments in her life and like mm-hmm. a really evolved way and you know what I mean like she's just like very great and it's so cute that you know she, it was like oh well like you know I didn't get to hang out with yeah. you because you just kept taking naps <laughs> <laughs> and he's like well I just like to take my naps you know and I was just like this is the best. Like they're so cute and they're both like really giggly together. And like, she gets a little awkward around him. I think that's a good sign. And they're just like very adorable. And, um, he really wants to spend more time with her. And I like, I super duper appreciate him oh, swinging yeah. for the fences and going for Tasha Cause he like, he like saw a good thing and went for it. And I think she just appreciates that he's like a real human being. And, you know, she's like totally giving him credit. Like she's like, he's very intelligent. Well, like, I think we kind of saw that like him being like, I mean, maybe I'm being stereotypical, but like him being like a theater kid. I'm like, I'm sure he's like sure. pretty deep and smart and a lot, you know what I mean? But he's just yeah. like, and he's awkward. got like the surfer like, bro California you know? So it's, you know, it's hard at a surface level. It's hard for people to take him seriously. Yeah. But yeah. If you have a real conversation with a guy, I'm sure he's pretty decent. And even, even Tasha, like, I don't think when she was on the bachelor yeah. as opposed to paradise, I, I don't think you got as much of her as we could have. Like, I, I think there's a lot more to her. So I'm, I'm starting to appreciate her more as a person, which is good. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really liked all the things she said about like her divorce and stuff and like how she came out of that. Yeah. Like taking it as a learning experience. That was what made me a fan of Tasha. So she just, yeah, she continues to impress me. I just think, you know, it's really sweet. I, she can really see like who he is as a human being. And I really like their relationship. And I'm just like, yeah, something to root for on the show. This is great. Um, so Demi 
Um, at all this time, you know, it's like the next morning, she's feeling like really self-conscious, like a terrible person. And she's like walking with Hannah on the beach and she's like, yeah, I told Derek that I feel confused. And like, sometimes I want to make out with him and sometimes I don't even want him to touch me. (laughs) And Hannah's like, did you tell him that? And she's like, I don't, I got, I had some real problems. This is (laughs) bachelor is very pro wrestling in that. You know, there, there's there's good guys and there's and there's bad yeah. guys, and usually you let the crowd sort of determine who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. But the the shift of Demi from kind of mischievous villain that's kind of fun to just straight up hero, it's it's not working for me. And I get that. No, you know, part of it representation clearly important. Like I'm glad she's there, but. I feel like the show is giving itself way too much credit for what it's doing. And at the same time, the whole thing is kind of bullshit. Like what, what she's doing in her relationship and the fact that she's even on paradise at all and put in a position where it's like, yeah, date people that's fucked up. The the fact that she's the only like queer narrative that they have. And it just goes straight to, I'm the confused queer girl. It's just like, okay, I roll there's more to it than this. And this is, this is it. Like she's the only one carrying this banner and this this huge responsibility on her shoulders. And it's just, it's, it's not fair to the other contestants. It's not fair to her. And I don't think other than like being open and sharing her experiences, like she's not doing anything heroic. Like, and what can, yeah, she's got this man who's just like, I think she's perfect. I think we'd be great together. I could see me, you know, building a life with her and yada, yada, yada. And all he can do is be like, well, she's brave and I'm glad that she's sharing this with with me and I know she's going through a lot. It's not like he can also then say, and you know what? She's kind of being a dick about the whole thing because she is. She is. <laughs> yeah, but she is. Okay, yeah. So that's kind of what's bugging. Okay, yeah. You're, you're going into exactly like what I wanted to talk about. So So we're like right on the cusp of like, day one, day two, like part one, part two of, of, you know, this week's episodes. And, um, you know, right before it, Hannah comes into paradise and like is talking to Demi about everything. And I mean, there are some sweet moments. Like she talks about like telling her parents about everything and that they were really cool about it. And that's like genuinely Mm -hmm. a good moment, especially when you live in the South, man. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, Great. And that was a sweet moment. And they got me with that one. I was like, that's very nice. Um, But then, you know, right before like day two starts, she wants to talk to Chris Harrison. And um, I, the thing that's like bothering me about all that is, yeah, it's like, she's like, okay, this is what's going on. You know, I was dating someone back home. And it's a woman. And then, like, the crazy thing is, on the show, if it, like, wasn't a woman, people yeah, would be like, exactly. uh, that's, that's she's a dating cardinal someone back sin. home. It's oh, a cardinal what the sin. Hell? Like, it's clearly, we have discussed this. It'd be like, yeah. oh, it's Jed's like, shitty because he's dating people back home and then he's still going through with this. And it, it that doesn't change. But the way they yeah. frame it is just like, no, Demi is a hero. She is, you know, beyond criticism and all of this. It's like, no, 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 no. All they're doing, and, and they're just yeah. bending over backwards to change the rules. Let's bring Demi's girlfriend onto the show. This has never happened. Why is this happening? Let's allow her to be, you know, 
insensitive and and you know dismissive of other people's feelings and let's let her just you know do her thing and then have to live out her stress and and feelings on screen for us to consume there's all kinds of shittiness here you don't have to do this like you don't have to change the whole rose ceremony and and who's there and why they're there thing like everybody just gets to bring their fuck piece on the paradise island i don't think it works like that This whole thing was just, yeah, it was very weird to me. And she's like, she's like, Chris, here's what's going on. And he was just like, well, thank you for sharing your story with me. And I think it's very brave. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I'm struggling with it, right? Because at one point I'm like, I think it's cool that this is happening on The Bachelor because more shit like this should happen just in pop culture because, I mean, we're both – former media students, we know how this can influence a lot of things. You know, it's like if you're normalizing things yeah, through but, but media, what kind of queer can, representation are they really normalizing? Because um, <laughs> that's the problem. Right. That's the, that's the problem where it's like, that, so it's like, it's like, it's cool that she's on the show, but it sucks because she and not that she's leading him on, because I do feel like she was like fairly honest with him, but it's like she's allowed to break the rules of the show because of this. And yeah, and it's like, I mean, just to skip ahead, when when um, Christian comes on the show, it's like very clear that like there's oh, no sure. confusion yeah, there's there. The, they the are both moment like that very they see each other, it's like, well, this is, so, this is very clear where this is going. Obviously, you feel very differently for her than you do for Derek, and and that's and that's clear. So, so I guess that's the part that really bothers me, where it's like you're not even you're not confused. Exactly, you like love her. Come on now, you know, don't be stupid. And so, and so, like, why are you playing? So it's like you're playing this up, even though, like, I guess I would have appreciated it more had she said something like, well, I'm really into this girl, but I kind of want to make sure I'm making the right decision just like about who I should be ending up with. Cause it, you know, maybe like it's a relationship that started really fast and I just don't know, you know, and maybe if she had said at the beginning of the season, like, well, what if we went on the show together, you know, to try to figure it out? Like maybe it's, that would be better. Poor. It's, I don't it's know. kind of like just saying, the way like, they handled if, it. If I don't someone like makes it. the broad um, statement, like, you know, there should be more women in politics. It's like, okay, so surface level, I'm not going to be like, nah. Yeah. And then, but but then the, if the follow-up is, which is why I'm voting for Sarah Palin for president, it's like, okay, pump the fucking brakes for a second here. There's there's you ha- there's an ideology behind this. Yes. There's a story behind Stop. this. There's all these different things. So yeah, queer representation matters, but, but, big, humongous fucking but, think about what that representation means because this is actually it, it can be damaging if 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 you are someone who doesn't get to see and experience a lot of yeah. queer representation in your day-to-day television consumption or week-to-week television consumption and this is what you get the idea that you know oh well you know girls can be uh queer and that's that's okay but also you know uh, the the person carrying this banner is handling relationships in a really shitty way and it's also undermining the the rules of the show and just a million other things that are are not good not great 
every every queer story doesn't need to be you know a, a token yeah. or a tragedy. There are other things you could do here, and we do, and you don't get a pat on the fucking back, Chris Harrison and The Bachelor, just for showing someone. You could do more. We're beyond that. Yeah. Well, and they had like a couple seasons ago. They were like, "Oh, there's oh, yeah. a bi girl then, in paradise," that was just but like, that was like about all it. All the guys were like, huh, "Is she gonna steal our girls away?" And all the girls were like, "Teehee, she gonna hit on me?" And that was it. It's like, okay, cool. So here's your representation, followed by uh, a handful of negative yeah. stereotypes, and then we're just like, gonna forget this person. Yeah. Yeah, so stupid. And they're like, anything could happen. It's like, not really. Not exactly. if the, the rest of everybody on the happen. island no, is straight. Exactly. Not anything Jamie. could happen, Just dumbass. For Jamie. <laughs> yeah. If they're all like, if they're all like, I am solidly, yeah, in this orientation. Yeah. You want to do some well, real then, shit, Bachelor? No, huh? You ready for this? How about um, anyone can give anybody a rose? Okay. None of this ladies' night, girls' night. Just split it 50 50. Fuck it. And actually invite different queer people onto yeah. your show. And then then you then you're doing something. But what you have set up right here, no. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, but at this point, it's like at least that, like that, that was like baked into the show <laughs> where it's just like these people are, are are more fluid in their sexuality. Whereas this is just like, no, we're gonna shoehorn in one and and she's gonna be our hero queen. It's like, no, she's not. Yeah. I still I love, love that, that firefighter who won season one. Anyway, um, she was awesome. She was the best. Uh, Actually a Nazi. Te- so yeah. is legit, crazy and racist and terrible now. So <laughs> yeah, actually Nazi. Uh, wow. This is all Sorry. just taking so long because we're so ranty. Um, so, so yeah. So Demi's all like, you know, well, I can't imagine having, not having this person in my life or whatever. Um, and, Derek and Derek's in a weird spot too because it's like okay mm-hmm. we know that Derek's gonna look like an yeah. asshole later in the season because JPJ yells at him and he wouldn't yell mm-hmm. at somebody unless they were being really bad that's what I believe and so I'm not sure if it's about this or if it's about something else but I will say not here and now that if it's about this issue I think he has the right to be pissed off because he's being because it does feel like he's being played and blindsided because the whole thing is he's it's like, you know, he's like. um, He's got to support her. He doesn't have a choice in the matter because he doesn't want to look bad, but she is like. downplaying this relationship to him. Like you see it on the show. She's like, well, I was like casually dating this girl, blah, 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 whatever. But it's not like they were casually dating. You can tell when she comes on the show. So it's like, I don't know. I I keep trying to figure out exactly, you know, because it's like he's he's like trying really hard to like keep it together. Mm. And, you know, it's like, you know, I support you and, you know, whatever you need. And you know what, like what you're going through, is just like so much smaller than what other people are going or so much bigger than what other people are going through. And like, you're so brave and I support you. And I'm like, all right, so when's he going to get frustrated and pissed off with all of this? And then, and then JPJ yells at him and maybe unfairly, but I don't know. That's just my prediction. Um, let's see. Everyone's pretty coupled up at this point. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but Christina is, uh, 
yeah, this is when she starts to just like make Caitlin's life a living hell because she's like, well, I want a friendship rose. I want a rose for friendship reasons. And Caitlin's all sad face about like, didn't she like legit just make a sad face like pout? At Christina, I swear to God, she entire did. thing um, is, she is really yeah. starting to grate on me because <laughs> I just. Is it like sexy baby, right? I am a sexy baby lady, <laughs> but I, also I, I just, like I just baby. need love. Um, I desire love. She should have gotten with Cam. They're the same person actually. And every single time she's like, Dean's just going to run off with another woman. I know his reputation. I don't know if he's ready to settle down yet. Oh, Caitlin. Okay, not Caitlin. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about Caitlin, not Caitlin. Yeah, see, this is getting confusing. But Caitlin starts interrogating Christina about her intentions. And Christina's like, you don't need to worry about it. Like, if you feel so secure with Blake, I'm not telling you what to do. Just do your own thing. Yeah. Um, No, I do think Caitlin is a sexy baby. Um I mean that in the nicest way possible, I guess. I don't know. Um, so let's see. Uh, Clay is working out on the beach again, and I guess it's hot or whatever. I, I just oh, I have a hard time finding Clay hot. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's just because if you don't, he is so like low key to me. I'm like, that's oh, okay. It's not enough I energy. Just, I just want you to enjoy watching the show, and I'm gonna go over <laughs> here now. But you know, if you want to do something later, that's okay too. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Clay likes Nicole. He thinks her presence is very calming, um, oh, and all the, of is that. Is it the part where like I um, had a brain aneurysm? Wait, is this the part or no? Good. No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. We'll talk about it in a minute. Okay, so let's see. Um, now Jen comes on the show, and this is when Kalen. Kaylin, not Caitlin, uh, becomes insecure again because when Blake was mm-hmm. ghosting Kaylin, he was hanging out with fucking Jen, dude. So everyone is, is obsessed with Jen for some reason. She's like the hottest person on the show. I don't mm-hmm. know, but maybe Could she's be. one of those people that's like way hotter in person. That's all I can think because I'm like, she looks, I mean, I guess my point is like I'm not seeing everybody I, I think she's on the show looking, is, is attractive. But I'm like, That's I the whole thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't really. So I don't really. Whoa, she's just so hot, and everybody's like, "Whoa, right. uh, Dean's got a big old mustache boner," and I'm like, "What? She's fine." Yeah, I'm just like, what sets her apart? Like in this major way, like it's just very weird. Um, so let's see. So that's Jen. And Chris is trying to figure out what to do, um, you know, like about dating because he's hanging out with Katie. And then she's like, well, do whatever you want. <laughs> like, that's what this show's about. And then, of course, Jen approaches him and she's like, OK, well, I might have fucked things up just then. <laughs> I might have, uh, you know, done a dumb thing. Um and Chris was like, well, maybe I, sh- you know, should do it to like bring more clarity. Oh, to everybody loves it. That just you. means and, like, I want to, I want to do whatever the fuck like, I want. And then I'm going to say it's because show. I'm on like a fucking vision quest or some shit. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go exactly. find that that uh, wolf that has Johnny Cash's voice, and it's gonna be good. Um, so of course, Chris and Jen have like a very saucy date because she's the hottest person in paradise, and uh, and then he says something kind of about like how things aren't lining up with him and Katie. It sounded like he was saying that to her, um, but I'm gonna be honest, like. Mm-hmm. Honestly, with Jen, mm-hmm. he just looked like a real lackluster kisser, and I think Katie could do a lot better. So, say bye. Um, so here's the part that gave us aneurysms. Uh, we go oh, back to God. Paradise, and you Nicole don't, you don't know wrote what a this song did to me. for Clay, and she—it was so. I was like, I think it upset my dog, um, a lot. Yeah. And I can't remember you, if this was the night he puked. Have you ever seen the David Cronenberg movie, Scanners? But it must Scanners. have been the night you he ever seen puked. Scanners? Because he puked this week. There's this very famous scene where uh, a guy is sitting at like a, a, a round table with some other Scanners. scientists. And all of a sudden he starts like shaking and then his head explodes. Uh, and that that was me. Familiar, familiar with the gift that everyone Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm familiar with that. Um, but... Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100% familiar with that gif. Um, so, yeah, so this is my this is my evaluation of Nicole in this moment. She is like the girls I was in theater with or choir with in high school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who weren't good at singing but thought they were and, like, overacted and oversang everything. I should say, disclaimer, I – I did theater with a lot of very, very talented people, but there's always those couple ones that you go, Oh honey, you're not, mm. Mm -hmm. you think you're very good and people tell you you're good because you're pretty. Um, But you're not good though. And she was even wearing an outfit that I have not seen since I was in high school. That weird short, like softy looking skirt. I don't even know, man. That was like, uh, I was like, why are you wearing like a tennis skirt? Just, this looks like 2004 like, on this beach uh, and I'm over it. Like, um, I, wrote, I wrote this song for song you and it sucked. goes like this. Yeah. Okay. I don't even remember the oh, words, thank Clay, God, but it was. You make me say hooray. I think your muscles are great and I love you, baby. And the entire time, like she's singing these verses, just like, oh, oh yeah. Wow. Jeez. Okay, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, it's good. Yeah, just this is fucking running commentary <laughs> on this trash are, like, song. Really oh, good my God. for If each I was other, on this you know, beach, I would have had a seizure. He just thought it was great. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, so Chris gets back to the date, right? Back from the date. Um, and but Katie's like, you know, oh man, I self sabotaged with Chris. I totally mm-hmm. screwed it up. Um, and you know, she's like, but I like him and I want to fight for him. And and then like everyone's sucking face on the beach and stuff. And um, oh, this mm-hmm. is where I wrote. I thought Derek maybe had a secure attachment style, but now I'm yeah. kind of thinking he's anxious, preoccupied because he's like engaging and activating activating strategies, which are things where like you think thoughts about 
uh, what you love about the other person to make yourself feel closer to them in a way of like soothing. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm worried about our relationship. And then you're like, oh, but remember that really nice thing that they did? Oh, that makes me feel better. Okay. I'm not worried anymore. You know, that kind of a thing. And then when it stops working, that's when you start uh, doing like the protest strategies where sure, you're like, sure. Tech, you know, why won't you answer me? What are you doing? Are you with somebody else? What are you, you know, or whatever, or like, hey, wait, wait. I don't know, just send them a bunch of memes until they answer you is like the new version of that, I guess. Um, but anyway, so he's all oh, worried yeah. about it. He's trying to soothe himself. And then Chris Harrison comes in to just fuck it all up. Um, yeah. And so, okay, this is what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Like, they must have had this ready to go, like, for a long time. What would they have done if Demi was like, I don't want her to come? I don't know. Like, the whole thing, that whole thing was weird. Production is weird sometimes, right? And I'm still trying to figure out, like, when did they make the decision? Or how yeah, long I, ago I did they say to her, okay, that. well, get ready because you might come to paradise. Yeah, because it's not like, oh, on a whim she showed up. Like, oh, I forgot to mention um, our favorite, Colton Underwood, was on This American Life just recently. Yes. um, Yeah, I'll give you the name of the episode. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, I just listened to it, and I was trying to tell my boyfriend about it, and he was like, why are you still talking about The Bachelor? And I was like, "Um, this is a loophole. I can talk to you about this because it's This American Life related. It's podcast related. So it's like it's it's like a different role. And he was like, that is not true. Um, <laughs> so I tried to talk to him about The Bachelor, and he was like, no, no, no. But it was very interesting. Um, the episode, for those of you who are This American Life fans, is 681, Escape from the Lab, and it is all about Colton's fence jump. And And he talks a lot about how, like, production like how he kind of was figuring out how production worked so he spent the season trying to play their game better and beat them at their own game you think it's really interesting i'm surprised that he was allowed to talk about it um yeah but he was basically like i said that like hannah was in was my like top person and then they didn't even let me have a mm. date with her like a one-on-one with her so then I was like well screw this and I just kept making the list the same uh just so that they would like mix up the dates or whatever I don't know it was really crazy and then um and and yeah from from his from his words that fence jump was a hundred percent unexpected like no one thought he was gonna do it yeah that that's like one of the most genuine things that's ever happened on the show. Very surprising. Um, but any, anyway, um, but he was talking about how like, he's like, well, I, he's like, I jumped the fence and I was like done with the show. Like I decided to leave and I was upset because they mm-hmm. clearly spent a lot of time planning yeah, yeah. on bringing sure. Cassie's dad, you know, to where were they? Croatia or, or no, Portugal, Portugal. Yeah, he's like, they spent all this time bringing Cassie's dad to Portugal to, like, screw over our relationship. And that's why they did it. To, like, plant seeds of doubt in her head. And I was just so 
frustrated with them, like trying to fuck up my love life. Basically, like he's like, she was like the most normal person on the show. And I could actually see like a real relationship with her. And then they decided to like fuck with her head. And I was just like, I'm done with this and I'm not doing it anymore. It was really, I mean, it's very interesting. But anyway, so that got me thinking about like, well, how oh, from, long from the jump, have they been for sure. planning as soon as, like, They probably like, like Demi was like, well, I don't know if I want to do paradise. paradise. Like I'm dating know. this but girl anyway. back home. They're like, um, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's fine. You can totally come and no one's going to, everyone's going to think you're here also. It's fine. She was like, great. And they're like, we're not going to make this complicated at all. And no one's going to talk about it on a podcast. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so Christian comes on and mm-hmm. yeah, I just, my notes just said Demi's reaction to Christian should tell you that she isn't interested in Derek like that. I mean, it is like night and day. And, and it's very sweet, right? They're really sweet with each other. They're like nervous and very cute and they're like very sweet to each other. And they're, and you know, they're both like, oh my God, like, I can't believe you're here. I can't believe you're here, you know? And, and, and you'd have to have a heart of stone to be like, that wasn't cute because it was super cute. Um, Uh, and you can hear their hearts through their microphones. Like you can hear their hearts beating when they hug. And I was like, this is all very sweet. And Derek is done. Um, so they go on a date because, of course, they do. And, you know, at this point, like, uh, Demi comes clean about dating Derek and Christian looks pretty hurt, you know. Um, and But Demi's like, you know what, though? Like, I realize, like, I'm in my own rom-com right now and it's you and it's always been you and I want to be I mean, good, good for them. For me personally, um, I, I don't think so I could date a girl who doesn't nice know who the fucking Nelson Mandela is. Um, I... <laughs> uh, we, we, can we okay so well, okay yeah i was right, gonna comment uh, about is, that at whatever. the end but we can talk about it now uh the most cringy part for me fucking wells that was wells so cringy that was super cringy he's like uh you know he was will smith played him in a movie wells guess what independence day wasn't about apartheid okay there's these are different things will smith never played nelson mandela no. <laughs> Wait. In a soccer movie? I, I Didn't don't. He? Are you serious? Wait, wasn't that soccer well, movie? I, I'm looking Didn't up his IMDb him? right now. I refuse to believe Will Smith played Nelson yeah. Mandela. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, went, wasn't what it? Was Wait, because now I look the, like a fool. Yeah, I'm sorry, Demi. Yeah. Aha. See? Yeah. Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> Oh no, Morgan Morgan Freeman played him in a movie. <laughs> that's yeah. that's but, the joke. <laughs> Hotel, okay, that's Don Cheadle. I'm not dumb. Uh, <laughs> but I thought no, Will but Smith. I was like, hundred percent. I was thinking Invictus I'm, because I'm, I was like, but are you sure he said Will? He said Will Smith. He didn't say Morgan Freeman. The funny thing <laughs> is, when I googled Will Smith, it's a it's a different Nelson kind of Mandela. Mandela like Invictus still comes up. So it's very weird. Um, uh, yeah, that is a, Nel- yeah, that is a Mandela. Bad, um, never played okay, but he got advice from him apparently. Um, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's so weird. Oh my God. I, but maybe he was drunk. Um, mm. 
I didn't even catch that because I just started thinking it's like one of those things where you're like, oh yeah, Invictus, you know? (laughs) And then I was like, wait a minute, he would have been way too young when that movie came out, and that doesn't make sense at all. Um, Also, Mm. Will Smith is is not a licensed bartender, um, and he does not know his uh, historical political. This is all very interesting. Okay. Yeah, and apparently I don't either, so I should just like... But at least I knew that there was like a soccer movie with Nelson Mandela in it, so that's that's the thing I knew. Um, But that whole thing was very cringy, like... um, Mm But then it was it, it it did kind of turn into like Mean Girls, you know, where it's like or or no clueless, you know, like ask her a question and then it's like something she knows. Um, <laughs> I was like a hundred percent. So I miss some of this. Uh, maybe the date or in between the date and Demi and Christian coming back to talk with Derek. I miss like a few minutes of this, um, but. Yeah, it's like then then they're all like having this like we're trying to be mature adults like conversation with Derek and he's trying to be like diplomatic about it. But I feel like when's he going to freak out? Can he freak out? Because um, I want to watch him freak out. Um, so Demi asked Christian to stay and pursue a relationship with her. And, you know, she's like, are you comfortable with that? Is this something you want to do? Christian says, yeah. And here we are. Um, I guess for me, it's like I, I don't you can tell that she's not like like as it as like meant for tv as demi like she's just very low-key right like she's just she's she's got like a different energy from everybody else on the show even clay she's got a different energy from clay on the show um so yeah i don't know this whole thing is very bizarre right um but blake is super confused about everything but who, who gives a shit shut up blake um and um yeah, I, I mean, I think there's probably going to be a little bit more tension, but I'm just wondering if this is what Derek's going to be a dick about or if he's going to be a dick to, like, some other girl. I don't know. Um, but Christian is not, like, letting Demi off the hook, which I do give her credit for, you know, where she's like, you know what? I am pretty hurt that you went on other <laughs> dates. I was thinking like, about you on the dates. So it's that like, hey. sucks, you know. And Demi's like, not well, cheating I if my more. body does it, but my brain doesn't. That's okay, right? And then, yeah, it's like, oh, God. So we've got, like, a whole other mess ahead of us next week. And uh, I don't know. We'll see how how we come out the other side. But let's just hope that at the end of Paradise, it is Taysha and JPJ forever. Truly, it is the one thing that we can, we can believe in and, and hang our hats I on. Wanna, that that beautiful love will not be broken. But it probably will be, because that's just how these things work. Yeah. Thank Yeah, that's just the show. Anyway, well, until next time, everybody, you know, take care of yourselves, stay hydrated, and... You know, don't do needle uh, drugs. Remember that representation matters, especially like better representation. Okay. Okay. Bye. Don't don't do do needle needle drugs. drugs. Needle drugs. Don't do needle drugs. Needle drugs. Sniff it. Snort it. Smoke it. But don't shoot it.